Hello and welcome to Taming Dragons. This is another episode where we are going to be talking about the things we can't see, the sneaky little dragons that sneak into our desires and wants and really sabotage our ability to move forward and get those desires met. So before we get started, I would love for you to start to think about something that you really want, something that you desire, something that you have thought about for a long time but just can't seem to take the actions to actually make it happen. As soon as you've got that in your head, we're ready to get started. All right, so why should we even talk about wants? Why should we talk about desires? Well, in my experience, every single desire that I have is somewhere in my system. And it's the one thing that's actually able to stimulate me into action and stimulate me into action when I don't feel like it, when I just don't kind of wanna, when I'm tired. Basically, it's the thing that can activate my willpower that'll actually help me do the things that will get me the result that I want. Unfortunately, in a lot of areas, what we really, really want has something that's even bigger up above it. So I'll share a story that might illustrate this a little bit better. For me, I have a desire to live a long and healthy life. I have a lot of things I want to do on this planet. I got a lot of people I want to impact and I got a lot of changes I want to make. So one time I read that having a healthy body is one of the things that helps you to live a long and healthy life. And then I read another thing somewhere or heard a podcast that was like kale, right? Kale, that green leafy vegetable. It's one of the best ways for you to live a long and really healthy life. So immediately I went to the store and I bought some kale and I was like, great, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to live a long and healthy life. Boom, done. Presto. Three weeks later, went to clean out the fridge, moldy kale. Ew, yucky. So then I was like, all right, no big deal. I just forgot about it. I'll put it somewhere I can see it. So I went back to the store, got another head of kale, put it in the fridge, right on the front shelf there. Every single day, literally had to reach over it to get my oat milk. And I'm sitting here thinking, all right, I've done Atomic Habits. I've thought about this. I think about how my brain works. And I've made it really hard for me to avoid this kale. Why am I not eating it? So, of course, I went and bought another head of kale, and it went bad, bought another one, and it went bad, and eventually I just quit buying kale. And then I kind of thought about it, and I was like, what was the deal there? So outside of that moment, I went and revisited everything I knew about myself. I did a little bit of subliminal mind processing. I used some NLP techniques. I did some EMDR. You name it, I did it, and I tried to figure out, basically, why can't I eat kale? So I went back in time and I remembered a time when I was younger and I was forced to eat things that I did not enjoy. We didn't have a ton of money at the time and so food was very expensive and being able to be provided that was uh, a big thing for my family. So when they provided the food, we had to eat it. And it didn't really matter if we didn't enjoy it. That was what was on the table and we needed to eat. So I just remember not enjoying my meals and it was tied to a time of my life where there was a lot of other trauma going on. Ergo, the birth of a dragon, right? So this dragon started small, but at the end of the day, I had a desire within me that I didn't know about. And that desire is that I wanted to enjoy my food because food is something that we take part in every single day for most of us. And it's sometimes multiple times a day and it has a big thing to do with how we connect to our community and how we understand our culture. Food is pretty essential in our human experience in my estimation. So if food is that important and enjoying it is a high priority for me or of increasingly high value, then it makes sense because at the end of the day, I just honestly don't really enjoy kale. So with that knowledge, I decided to revisit it and understand what it meant for me to enjoy my meal. But I understood that there was a want and a desire that was greater than my want and desire to live a long and healthy life. 
A big factor in this is that living a long and healthy life is way out there, you know, like way in the future. We won't know if we're going to get to live a long and healthy life until we do. So what we can do right now is control our environment, i.e. enjoy our food. So I decided to set out and find a way for myself to enjoy kale. And I found ways to cook it. I found ways to blend it into smoothies. And I found ways that I could actually enjoy my food and have the ingredients to live a long and healthy life. I just had to understand that enjoying my food was a higher priority than everything else. So with that in mind, I would love for you to think about your life now. Going back to that desire that I mentioned at the beginning, that want, it's the thing that's going to put you into action. So what is it? It could be wanting to go to the gym. It could be wanting to build a successful business. It could be anything. What's that thing you want that you can't seem to take the actions or marshal the resources for yourself to be able to overcome? What is it? When you think about that thing, then I want you to give yourself permission to honor the desire that is above that one. Because if you haven't been able to take action, something else is taking your action. So when you think about going to do that thing, let's say that going to the gym is your thing. You think about, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym, and then you clean the house, right? You think, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym, and then you just take a nap. I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym, and then you go to work. Why don't you do that thing? So you have two options when it comes to finding and discovering your invisible desires. Option one, you can just kind of ponder on it a little bit and realize the things that you are valuing above it. Maybe it's that your house isn't clean, and so you value cleaning your house before you go to the gym. But chances are that's probably not the actual secret one, and that's definitely not the dragon version. What I found is the most effective way to find the secret want is to figure out what you don't want. And a lot of times this goes back to a childhood wound or an inner child part that's actually still pretty afraid of living life in that way. So, for instance, if you're thinking, I want to make, you know, 20K a month in my coaching business, or I want to do this great bodybuilding exercise, if you take the coaching business example, you say, I want to make 20K a month building my coaching business. Well, there's probably a little part of you, especially if you grew up in any form of poverty, that doesn't know what that's like and doesn't know how to navigate the world of wealth and abundance and also is probably pretty afraid that if you make it, what if you lose it? So what I don't want to do is be responsible for my own demise or to have to have the responsibility of taking care of that and maintaining that level of business. If we go back to the gym example, maybe you want to go to the gym because you want a fit body, but you're afraid you might fail. So what if I go to the gym and I still don't see results? Does that mean there's something really wrong with me? So when we take the thing that we want and we're able and we're willing to hold a compassionate space for ourselves and figure out what do I not want? What am I afraid of? What am I avoiding? Maybe it's being seen. Maybe it's having the opportunity to lose something that you haven't had before. There's something there. And when you're really honest with yourself and you just hold compassionate space, you can figure out exactly what's going on and then find a way to get that need met so that the other desires can come forward. So if you're afraid of people thinking you're silly, maybe wear a clown costume for a day. Let people think you're silly in that way and help move through that fear. If you can't move through that fear on your own or you need some extra ideas, feel free to go ahead and put stuff in the comments and we'll see if we can help you out here. Or reach out to your therapist, reach out to other resources and ask people to ask you these questions. What do you really want? What are you afraid of? Maybe some journaling prompts or some time spent with yourself to figure out what's really going on. The important thing to suss it out here is to hold no judgment. Because at the end of the day, your critical brain is going to try and say, oh, that's silly. Of course that won't happen. Oh, that's stupid. Why are we afraid of that? But this isn't a part of your brain's problem. This is a part of your existence problem. 
and your existence moves through time, and things that happened to you in the past may still be affecting you today. So just because it's not a big deal today doesn't mean it's not still affecting you today. And holding a compassionate and open and empathetic space towards your inner child is one of the best ways to figure that out. All right, well, that just about wraps it up on exactly what we can do to discover our invisible desires and these things that are sabotaging us. Promise to keep today's episode short like most of them. And if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out, DM me on Instagram, Coach Carter Rain. And if not, until the next time, be real, be you, change the world.